Hello lovely students and welcome to the International Students Podcast. Today we had the pleasure to talk to Adele. She is an international student and she's studying law at the CDU. She also represents Study and T because she's a student ambassador already the second time. And yeah, we sh- she shared many insider knowledge with us and some facts about uh, law students and what she was doing and how the past was for her here in Darwin. So guys, have fun and give us some feedback. Thank you very much. again Dennis, Francesca and our special special guest she's also from Italy so I'm very happy Adele Peluso is it correct Dennis yes Francesca that's correct hello to everyone hello to Adele we had actually already a lot of people from Italy we I, I don't know why but we interview a lot of Italian people here so Adele you're the first student ambassador and we are happy that you are here can you tell me something about your name Adele are you related to the singer all right thanks for having me here guys um Adele is the Italian version everyone here has called me Adele because they can't pronounce it they would say always Adele or Adela so yeah um what can I say no I'm not related to the singer and I can't sing as well I do sing in the shower a lot. Um, funny thing about my name is that I hated since when I was a kid, and then the singer came along because no one was calling was called Adele. The singer came along, uh, long sorry, and yeah, the name she became cool. So my name became cool as well. So now it was a cool name. So Adele, um, I read a little bit about your uh, bio from Study and T. I mean, the the bio that they posted it was just very short, so that's why we are happy to have you here and that also the people can know you a little bit better and know a little bit more things. So uh, you said you are very happy that you chose Darwin as your second home. Is that right? And how, how why is that? When I came in Darwin, I was supposed to be only one week. <laughs> that never happened, obviously, because it's more than about five years now that I'm here, between four and five. Um, I kind of stopped counting. Uh, <laughs> I've been on traveling in all Australia, so for two years as a backpacker um, at the start. I think in Darwin I found, first of all, some, a place close to my town because I come from South Italy. Uh, the place is small, but not too small. Um, so there is that community spirit that I found in Darwin as well. The, um, smell of the ocean and the sea. Uh, something that we say in, in uh, Italy that we people from South Italy, we need that. I can't live in a place where there is no sea. Um, so yeah, that's been the first impression of Darwin. Um, very close to my place in, in terms of community spirit. And I love the nature, the ocean. But Adele, do you miss that, uh, I mean, in your country, in Italy, 
in in your city i guess you can uh, go to the beach and enjoy the sea so do you miss this part that in darwin we have uh ocean and beautiful beaches but you can't enjoy it yeah i do miss it <laughs> i still go to swim i mean i go in the um, you know in the lagoon i still can swim but yeah i do miss the part and as um francesca know it's not it's not just the swimming it's more like our the our <coughs> sea places let's say they quite different in uh, our place like we do have there is more life in actually the uh, beach. So we do have like restaurants that actually are so close to the sea that you can actually eat food while you actually have your feet in the, <laughs> in the water. Um, so yeah, I do I do miss that, um, but it's okay, I got used to. I still enjoy this part of the ocean too, because it's different. Um, we do not have ocean like it's, we have the sea, I don't know how to translate really, like the mar, Mediterranean. Um, so yeah, it's different. I like it here as well. Uh, but the smell of the sea is the same, eh? <laughs> yeah, I think the, sm the sea smells everywhere the same. I, I have my roots in Croatia, so I know how the smell from the sea is and I love that as well. I'm happy that I, I actually live near from the ocean, so sometimes in the morning I smell the salt. So Adele, I think there are many differences between the Italian culture and the Australian culture. Is there something that you would like to see that the people here in Darwin have more from the Italian culture? Or is that something in Italy that you would like that the people have more from the Australian culture? That would be, we will take all the, <laughs> all the podcast. Okay, let's start with the cult, the part, the, what I miss from Italy in terms of culture, maybe the relation with people. As I said before, when I started see, talking about social distancing, I'd, I do miss the part, that closure that we do have with um, people in Italy. The hug, the handshakes and whatever, we're always so close, you know? So um, I do miss that. I mean, I don't think that in Australia people are not close to you or whatever, it's just a different approach. And I do miss that. On the other hand, I think that in Australia, and especially in Darwin, in the Northern Territory, what I missed, what I like that I don't think we have in Italy is the relation between people, especially with between between people. For example, uh, sorry, for example, working together. So um, it's very easy here. People is very easy. So you can go actually out with your manager, um, just to have a meal or have a drink and have some fun. Um, it's very easy doing this here. People, after work, they not work-related anymore. Obviously, with a bit of attention. <laughs> In Italy, there is, it's not like that. If you work for someone, you don't, you know, you, you just work for them. You, you can't be friend. And it was weird because when I arrived in Australia and I started work for someone, for me, it was very weird to approach in a normal way with my boss. So, you know, with my work colleague, I would be always very, you know, distant. But then I learned. So, yeah. Um, what means else? Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to talk about food because otherwise I'm going to start crying. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, obviously, the first thing that I miss about food is mozzarella. Um, uh, <laughs> you cannot find here. There is no way, especially nothing to eat, maybe in South, but um, what? Sorry? I, 
I'd been there a couple of times, but didn't find it. Mozzarella, particularly. I don't know now if did you go Francesca never? Well, I found something similar in Volvos. I can tell you, I also found a burrata in Volvos, but it's not the same. But if you really wanna eat that kind of things, I mean, you will be happy with that and say, okay, it's enough. But yes, Adele, I know that uh, during the coronavirus you were on an island, is it correct? I've been in the island just before. Oh, okay. So it started already, but it was not in a big scale like isolation. So I came back in Darwin just on time before, you know, the coronavirus hit Australia. So I think there was just a few cases in South. Yeah, so I just came back in time. I was in Cairns, in Fitzroy Island. And uh, if I'm not wrong, um, you used to work in a hostel. So you met thousand probably backpackers. And uh, because you're a student ambassador, you know other thousand students. What do you think attract the people in Darwin? And uh, I mean, you're studying laws. What's your purpose like? Do you see your future like helping the international students in terms of uh, rights or visa? Okay, there is a lot of questions in there. So as a law student, I'm going to break them yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So firstly, yes, I worked in, in a hostel. Was, I worked in more than two hostels here in Melaleuca and Chile's Backpack and Youth Shack as well. But then uh, the coronavirus started, but they would reopen now. But So I worked more than four years in Melaleuca about. Yes, I met thousands, thousands of backpackers. First of all, the job was awesome, so I miss it a lot because for me it was like going out and work. And I met also a lot of students, um, as you know. Um, I guess the purpose is different. The, the, the first the backpackers come here at the sun mostly for, you know, for Kakadu and um, Litchfield, um, all the beautiful things that there are here, you know, their lifestyle of camping. And usually they come in the dry season when they know that there is a lot going on. Students, some of them come because of that, but mostly they come more for, you know, for the education and it depends what they want to do anyway. And then there is the people like me, there, there are backpackers and they come in Darwin and decide to study, so they become students. And I know many of them, many backpackers that came in Darwin, they loved it. So here we come to my, the second question, which was, I believe, why did I come to Darwin to study, correct? And to study law. <laughs> yeah, I think it was that. So that's what happened to me. I came in, well, as I told you at the start, I came here for a week. I just was supposed to go in Bali. And so I gone to Bali, I came back and I was supposed to go in Queensland to do another farm job. I was still in backpackers um, and working holiday visa. And um, <clears throat> so I couldn't go because there was a weird virus that will attack uh, melons that time. Uh, just not people, just uh, the fruit thing. <laughs> and then they didn't want our people coming to work in Queensland for a bit. So I've been stuck in that one for like a month. And then I start to love it. And then I started to meet also all the students and they introduced me to the life at uh, Charles Darwin University. I saw how the university is. And for me, it was time that I wanted to actually go back in, in Italy and restart my studying. And then I thought, why don't do it here? I love the place. I loved my job. So yeah, and then I decided to study. So to get to the third question, <laughs> it was, why do I study law? That's a, 
very long, uh, but I try to be short. I, st I want to study law since when I'm, I'm a kid, so I started political science in Italy because I was not sure. I always saw law like a very strict thing in Italy, you know? It's a very closed-minded world, closed-minded world, and I hope that my friends that study law in Italy, they don't, they understand what I mean. So I was not sure if I wanted to do so. I did the political science and international relationship um, just because it was close to law. But then I got sick, I started traveling. I did a lot in Italy before. And then I came, when I came in Darwin, as I told them, they decided to study. I thought I may come back to study law. And then yes, so I got some information. In terms of, um, you know, when you say, do you wanna help international students? It's, it's not help. Um, I would be happy if I can student my best, use my studies um, to facilitate it, the path for not just international students, people in general. So um, I'm interested in different areas of law. There's not only migration, um, so human rights in general. So if I can help, I would be happy. If I can use my skill to help, it would be even awesome. That's very great to hear and I think many people, but especially the students, can be happy that they have someone like you. And I mean, the thing that we are trying to do is that international students or people who are international students help the new international students. So it's like a big chain of incredible things that we can do. Do you feel like, so you had a lot of experience in the, uh, in the hostels. Do you think like you can, you learn something in the hostels or you learn something in the communication with the people that you can use now in your law study? Probably the first thing that I learn is be patient. <laughs> uh, working in hostel can be awesome. Uh, sometimes it can be obviously a bit, you know, you work obviously with a lot, a lot sometimes because we had like many beds. So a lot of young people there sometimes can lose control, let's say. So when you have to be the serious one because you're working, that's not easy to, you know, just mediate and try to, you know, be a good worker in terms of customer service, but also get um, people to respect you because you work with, usually with all the ages, but when you work in a hostel, the, the age is between 18 and 30. And then there are other people, but that's the maximum. So there is a lot of young people that obviously they just want to have fun. So it's nice, but it can become quite uh, messy sometimes. Let's say that. So um, probably, yeah, that was one of the one of the things that I learned. But also one of the important things as well is work in a diverse culture, because in a diverse environment, because um, obviously I've, I not only worked, like all my co-workers, were, they were all from different places. Um, and also all the, um, you know, guests were coming from all over the world. So I think one of the things that I learned is how to respect others and respect other culture. Sometimes it looks that it's easy, but it's not always easy. Sometimes you just say a sentence and think that you're not doing anything bad, but you cannot actually offend some of the people, you know, if you... So I guess that's something that, especially in law, you, you need it. You need to sit in front of the other person and just uh, be patient, try to understand the other person, try to make them comfortable, yeah, and be empathic as well, yeah. But Adele, I think you are, I can compare you a little bit Benji, because when someone said, I'm Colombia, everyone asked, oh, do you know Benji? But when I say I'm Italian, oh, do you know Adele? 
So I think you're popular in Darwin. And um, do you want to talk a little bit that you are a student ambassador and maybe our listeners want to know uh, something more about your role and what is uh, a student ambassador? Okay, so um, I am also a student ambassador at Stars Darwin University, but I guess you're talking about studying tea ambassador. So the first thing that come to my mind is being engaged is one of the most important thing i think as a student so um, when i saw this program uh, as a tea ambassador i didn't know how actually would do good to me i tried to apply i thought it was oh, let's let's try let's do something instead they actually changed my life as a student like it gave me so much opportunity one of our you know we have many things like we do promote the anti we also i guess I feel like I do promote my country as well, you know, because I feel if I do good and I'm an Italian, then people will look at Italian people like in a good way. So I guess that's, you know, kind of reciprocal, or as a reciprocal promotion. And also it's important to show all the students, you know, that sometimes can be hard um, to be an international student or to be someone that is in another country anyway, apart if you're an international student or not. So it's good to see people that actually, you know, can be engaged and can be kind of successful. I don't want to, I don't like to define myself successful because I, I think that will come after you finish your studies. But I feel very satisfied with the relation that I make with people. And studying tea helped me a lot um, on that. It helped me to be less shy. I've never been shy, uh, but probably I was, you know, um, weird to talk in front of certain audience you know now I'm more like easy, easy. I can do it yeah sometimes I talk even too much so if I talk too much just tell me no. <laughs> so yeah that's the thing it gave me a lot of opportunity professionally and personally personal opportunity because to be honest some of the people that I met through the study and tea program they still my friends even uh, the one last year so yeah it gave me so much and you know as long you are committed it's not a lot of work i am one of the person that what i was saying is uh, so i try to be always um involved in everything so I, I really try to manage my time well um that's why sometimes i'm very very busy but i guess i have you know the returning thing is that yes i got new opportunities with my job um i met a lot of people in even you know in the law field so uh, these people now know me and in the other hand as i said before it's important for students to see how good it is to be engaged like if i will go back as a student um, i will start to be engaged in the life in the extracurricular activity before because i started after the second year I was at the start i was not shy but i was more concentrate, concentrated just in studies and work so yeah, if you can manage your time and do from the start, I think it's awesome. It changed your life, it give you access to so many other people that you you will probably never met. Especially, you know, studying teas, um, it's not only CDU, it's a mix of all the school. So it's good that all the students from different provider meet and, you know, um, share experience and give each other advises yeah but the, i think you are li a little bit a uh, special case because it's already the second year that you are a study and student ambassador so is there like a particular or a specific thing that you have in mind or 
that you had an experience the first year that you said to yourself, oh yes, I want to be part of this again? First of all, I guess many of the other student ambassadors will deserve to come back. Unfortunately, it's not possible because the program will only take five returning ambassadors. I don't know. I just, uh, as I said, because I realized how good the program is for me, I just say that if if I do it good, then I will go back. I don't know if you're asking the reason why did I decide to go back. It's just because I love it. I love to be, I love the NT, and I really want to other people to come in here, and especially I really want Italian, more Italians in uh, Northern Territory, which are already more Italians. So that's why I also like, you know, to, when I say, you know, I promote Italy, but I promote the NT. I, I really would love to have Italians, but especially European as well. Everyone is welcome, of course. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it would be good if, you know, there is more people from Europe. Good. Thank you for that. Um, so now you're studying law. What kind of human qualities you need to have to become a successful lawyer in the in the Northern Territory or in Darwin? Or what kind of qualities would help me? You want to become a lawyer? No, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> um, well, up to specify, I'm still not a lawyer. Being not a lawyer, I can't really answer the question. I think only when you are in the field, you can actually know. I would be scared to say, oh, that's what is it. And then I actually go in the field because obviously the studies are completely different from what actually is the work. Indeed, indeed, From since when I start my law degree, I changed so many times idea, like, I kind of stuck to my first, you know, aim, but you do change a lot of times idea because you study so much interesting things, but of course you can't be an expert in all the fields. So you, at one point, you know, you had to decide. One of the first thing that it's really important is skill. It's not really human skill, like it's time management. I guess that's very important because, you know, if you don't finish your time, you can't go in court then. <laughs> and that's very important, something that I learned with everything. Being empathic, empathy, as I said before, it's definitely, um, I think, one of the best skills. Like, you know, you need to put in your shoes, I think, or the other person and understand. But at the same time, you have to be very careful to do not step too much because at the end of the day, it, it's a job. So. Yes, you can look at the other person, you can understand how they feel, but you need to always put up, I believe, you need to put, to draw a line. Because otherwise, if you get too close to the person that you're trying to help, obviously, you you, you can't help because you're not going to be, you know, um, you're going to be too sensitive, so that could affect your work. Yeah, yeah. But also, y- you need to be very focused on what you want to do and strong. The first years, I guess, that's from the experience that I learned, or I listened to other young lawyer, the first years can be quite hard. They require a lot of work. So yeah, you need to be ready to be always busy. Let's say that, yeah, and trying to learn to balance life. So Adele, uh, you're studying CDU, and do you think the quality of your study is a good quality? Because we know in Europe, I mean, in Italy, we have really good university and also famous. I mean, people from all of, all the parts of the world come to Italy just for studying. Are you satisfied about your studies in CDU? So first of all, 
university in Italy and university in Australia in general is completely different. They're different. The way that they assess people, for example, is different. As you know, in Italy, we have a lot of oral exams, especially in law, not here. I do think that in Darwin, because I can't compare with other, and I did some um, law exam in Italy because of my studies, so I can actually compare. In here, the good positive thing is that we do have a lot of practice. When we do assessment, we actually assess scenario that sometimes are for real life, you know, that, that actually happen. So we do actually you know, find the legal issue that are in there and we try to solve them and then we get marked on that. So I guess that a good qualitative way of teaching, I found it uh, very good. Whereas in Italy, sometimes I'm talking about the law studies, um, they harder, but the problem, as I said before, is I think that the law is a very, it's quite close. So it's very hard to get in. Sometimes you have to do an exam seven, eight times. Um, it didn't happen to me, but it happened to someone. So yeah, it's it's different. Um, I love the the way that they teach here, and that's why I decided to to study here because, as I say, I've been introduced to other people studying before, and I see oh, I like how they do it. I think when I when the good thing is when I actually in the street and something happen, I see something, I can actually already apply my knowledge of the law with you know, with what I studied. So, uh, yeah, I think it's good quality. I like it. Otherwise, I wouldn't. Uh, so, which kind of uh, job do you have now? Are you working in something, with something related to your studies? Not really. Um, so, I used to work, as you say, a lot of time in hospitality, which I love, but it, it was good because it was very flexible. Now, I'm studying, um, working, sorry, in um, at the Department of Trade and Business. So, um, I don't actually, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's government. Um, so I only work casually there, uh, but I do work with the project, uh, major project team. Um, so I just, I just assist them. And there is no actually law related, but there is a lot of things that you can apply the law. So obviously, as I say, I'm not still a lawyer, but I can already apply some of the principle, you know, some a bit of property law, a bit of contract law. I can already see how it actually works in the actually real life. So I do plan to find a job in the law field only when I finish because I need to be committed. And it gets very hard to be committed to work and to study um, altogether. So at the moment I'm doing 20 hours, you know, as an international student. So then later I will get something in the law field. That's great. Great to hear so many things about your studies and uh, about how happy you are with all these things. I would like to ask, so you said you want to stay long term here in Darwin, right? You lo really love the city. Where do you see Darwin in 30 years? And what do you think, what will change? In 30 years, you said? So one of the reasons I came to, like I love Darwin and I want to stay here, I think that this is a place that actually is still growing. So... I could see in the in the last five years the development has been quite fast, and I know that there is you know there is always up and down. Especially now, it's very hard to say after all you know. But that would be a world issue and everything. As I see it, I see like a multicultural city which is modern now. It's already quite multicultural, and I don't know. I I hope and I believe that they would become much bigger in terms of population. So I hope that, you know, yeah, I would love to see one day the 
restaurant and pump on the beach like in Italy. <laughs> that could be a dream, but we know in 30 years, so many yeah, stuff, so, so much stuff can happen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, definitely, yeah. I would like to see much more Italian restaurant. But there are some, but I still would like more. No. Um, yeah, I do believe that in 30, Adawin will be good like now. But like, I don't know, it's a very hard question. Let's say I, I, I want to see it like a very growing city, but I do not want Darwin to lose the spirit of what is it. Because Darwin is beautiful like it is now. We are our community spirit, I think, is the most important thing. And I believe that, you know, during COVID-19 and we saw that, I, I was very proud to be in the NT in Darwin. What's for you here in the NT the most beautiful spot to see? What, or what's, what's the thing that you have to see when you're in the NT? Is it Uluru or is it some experience in Kakadu? I haven't been to Uluru. I, I will go one day, um, so I can't really talk about it. I've been in many places in Australia, but not in Uluru, but yeah, well, Kakadu is definitely awesome. It's uh, the best. I've been in a place um, which unfortunately I can't remember the name, but I will tell you maybe later, but I've been uh, many times in Kakadu and there was this place that was completely pink. I don't know if you've been in there. It's, um, so it's just actually after Kakadu uh, and before Katrin, something like that. And it's it's a very beautiful place. It's all pink. All the rocks and everything they pink. Yeah, and then the pink rocks, they give the reflection on the water. So even the water can become pink at one point. Oh, so, yeah, is a it was a magic place. So, but Kakadu in general, I cannot see a a particular spot that I love. Like all the places are, are so amazing that I can't really. Aside for one, even the part, you know, with um, Aboriginal art, everything was amazing. I love the place, like, really. I think we're so lucky to have it. Have you seen the sunset on Jabiru? Oh, that's something that you have to see. Sunset on Jabiru. So, actually, I, um, I know everything that I wanted to know, uh, Adele, about you. And I think you, you shared a lot of benefits. Uh, for the students and I think the students can learn a lot they can learn a lot from you and your story so Francesca it's your turn yeah honestly it's the first time that I have no more questions it's not because you are not an interesting person but because no no you didn't talk too much but I mean we are quite like a stalker <laughs> so okay yes it's the first time that I have no more question because uh, you satisfy fully uh, our um, questions. So thank you very much, Adele, to be here with us. And you are our first student ambassador. So yes, usually we leave to our guests the last words. Do you want to say something? What I want to share, it's, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did the point before, but as I say, as an ambassador, I really, you know, advise all the students since they start to become involved. Um, I know it can be hard. Obviously, you need to be able to manage, you know, your times. If you can't, then no, don't have to do it because the important thing, balance in life is always the first thing. If you can't achieve, like if you can't, if you don't have that, do not overdo. So do what you can, but if you can and when you can get involved, it's very important, not only for personal life, for your professional life, for everything, for your well-being as well. It's good to share experience with people that are in your same situation and 
is good for us. Yeah, I guess that's good to close. Thank you very much if you listen till the end. Uh, we had uh, really a lot of fun to talk to Adele and we will invite more and more interesting people. We also want to invite more people from different communities. We already had a lot of different guests on this podcast, but there is still some left, still some communities left that we haven't invited yet, but they will soon come. Also, we uh, recorded this podcast in the beautiful Melalupa Refugee Center. It almost feels like a second home now. Uh, we had the last few podcasts always on a different place but we will try to establish really one place where we can invite all the people and talk to all these interesting personalities. Thank you very much and have a good day.